This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Young Zahn, how are you? Fantastic, Michael. How are you? Fantastic, thank you. Show I'd be better. I'd be better today if the bunnies yeah. had won. Yes, I know. I know. It was only two points. Was. So, congratulations but to Penrith. You, thank you for like, Sydney for making Reynolds, it. Reynolds is going to be completely gutted, though, like his last game yeah. with them as well. And he missed that. And, it, yeah, so they played the well. Yeah. And it was an absolutely extraordinary game. Like yeah. Panthers played like it was – 1977 like they were driving them back they were lifting them up and dragging them back like that game was very good Rabbitohs played the defense they played hard they just didn't catch a break and look it was two points you know that's right and And like i said both sides played very (laughs) very hard ball uh it was actually a really good game to watch it's one point in time i was that stressed about i thought i may need to get up and leave um (laughs) so i I can't begrudge uh my bunnies uh for losing because they really honestly played the best game they had in them they fought panthers tooth and nail right down to the end so yep yeah so yeah good result fair fair result Good yeah, game. fair result. Refereeing on that game too. The refereeing in that game was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, good. So, now, now we've talked sport. To... Back to the news. <laughs> Show 395. Ticking them over. Yeah. Now, I've got just um, our Aussie Apple ramblings this week. But before we start, two items before we start. Uh, and I'm talking about Apple News, Aussie Mac Zone. So I posted more email scam info and pictures this weekend. And my wife and I have also started getting SMS scams as well with so your parcels due on, you know, your parcel's yep. going to be delivered today if you, if it's, you know, click here and you look at it and it's a Spanish or a South, South American or whatever. It's not Australia Post or anything like that. So... Please tell your friends, like tell your family. I know we say it every week, but we just got to keep keep it out, keep it out. But I also posted how to put your COVID nineteen certificate in your Apple wallet. You did. So with screenshots for each steps, and yes, the, the screenshots are long because I've I've put like the whole page that you got to scroll down to get to each step. Um, but yeah. So Apple News, Aussie Mac Zone, how to put your COVID-19 certificate in your Apple wallet once you have your both your jabs. And it takes about three minutes to, to put it in the wallet. It's pretty, pretty yep. simple. Yep. So please check out Apple News, Aussie Mac Zone. <clears throat> Story one, New South Wales shows support for local game sector with a new tax rebate, a 10% post digital and visual effects tax rebate will be available for New South Wales-based game developers from October 1. 
ZDNet reports video games developed in New South Wales will soon be eligible for the state government's 10% post-digital and visual effects tax rebate. Minister for Jobs, Investment, Tourism and Western Sydney, Stuart Ayres, who I know personally, only because he and I used to be in the same arcade, his his political office and one of our businesses was in the same arcade, and he's been a nice guy, said in a statement that the PDV rebate, which is currently available for the local film industry, would be extended to the digital game sector from October 1. He believes the mood would help give a boost to the local sector while also ramp up export potential. Our world-renowned universities and technical talent were already drawcards for the industry, and this incentive is the level up that will make New South Wales the most desirable place for digital game companies to set up and export to the world, he said. As an export-focused sector, this initiative will help New South Wales-based digital games developers showcase their skills and innovation to a global audience. It will also help them create more jobs as they look to take on the world in this highly competitive industry. More on the link in the show notes. And that also goes with, I think there's a like a 10 or 20 percent rebate from the federal government as of a couple of months ago for the same thing. Yeah. So that's on top of the federal government one. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good news because uh, a lot of the gaming industry had left you know, New South Wales and things like that because there's not a lot for the arts mm-hmm. in this state. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it had left. So by doing this with, a, you know, with the government as well and and that sort of thing. Hopefully, it'll bring some of that work back here. So yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so um, next story. Yes, please. ACCC <laughs> slams Google for creating um, systemic competition concerns in ad tech space. Google has been accused of fueling uh, systemic transparency issues in the ad tech space due to not providing the total fees and charges to advertisers and publishers. Zednet again. The Australian, uh, well, the ACCC has found (laughs) Google has, uh, Google is a dominant market uh, position when it comes to the ad tech sector, which is said has created... Uh, systemic competition concerns. Published as part of its final report for its uh, ad tech inquiry, the ACCC finds uh, findings state that competition for supplying ad tech services. Oh, you've frozen. No, you've gone. I've lost you all together. Yeah, I'm so, still here. Yeah. Uh, my video just dropped out. Uh, um, one moment. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, there, there we go. go. Yep. You're back. Yep, yep, yep. I'm back. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. No. I've got 200 down. They should be running smoothly. My air is smooth as butter. Um, <laughs> anyway. Due to Google's dominant market position. Thank you. Dominant market position in 2020 
we estimate that over 90% of ad in uh, impressions traded via the ad tech supply chain passed through at least one Google service. Google is by far the largest supplier of, of each key ad tech service, uh, the report said. Over more than a decade, for over more than a decade, Google, um, virtual integration and strengthen in ad tech service has allowed it to engage in a range of conduct which has lessened competition over time and enriched, entrenched <laughs> its uh, <laughs> position. Also enriched. Um, <laughs> For uh, from analysing open display ads, which are online ad, um, except for those on a general search engine or classified website traded on open channel, the regular found Google's share uh, their share of impressions for the um, four main ad tech services used in Australia was between seventy to one hundred percent. And for those ad tech services where uh, revenue inf um, information is available, Google shares of revenue was in between 40 to 70%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the remaining amount of revenue was primarily, prim blah, blah, primarily no, yeah. split among eight other um, demand side uh, platform competitors. The report said, there's more in our, sorry, I'm moving around. I've hurt my shoulder. And every time I sort of sit still, it's aching. So I'm sort of just wobbling around. Um, yep. There's more in the show notes. Um, yeah. What, you, what have you got anything to say about that, Michael? Uh, well, it's because we all go to, well, obviously we nearly all go to Google to do our search or yeah. Because that's our primary search engine for, say, Apple. Yeah. When you yeah. type in that address bar at the top, that's Google. Yeah. So, and um, if you want to spend advertising revenue, you got to go through Google. It's pretty pretty simple. You could go through TVs and stuff, but yeah, less and less of that going on, isn't there? So there is, and you do like most people's primary search engine is Google. Yeah. So why wouldn't you know they'd be making most of the money? Um, because you want to see it. It's like before Google and things like that, we had you know for ads and, and, and that sort of stuff, you had the trading post and radio, yeah. that sort of yeah. stuff. And if you wanted to be seen, you paid for the bigger pages in the trading post or you paid for the longer ads on radio, that sort yeah. of stuff. Google is just taking up that market and and yeah, relocating it basically. Uh, I don't understand about the bit about not not telling you what your real fees are because I'm only going to yeah. pay whatever they said the fees were. So That's right. whatever the price is in the beginning, and they give you choices where you want, you know, you might want to spend, say, $100 at $0.10 cents an impression. Yeah. So you're going to get 1,000 impressions. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. So now story number three. Now for people yeah. that are watching or – uh, watching later on, this next picture is a little bit spooky just to start with. So just be aware. <laughs> there we go. My eyeball. Doctor uses iPhone 13, iPhone 13 Pro's macro camera to check patients' eyes. Nine to five 
Mac reports, one of the new features of the iPhone 13 Pro is the addition of a new macro, macro mode for capturing very close-up photos and videos with the camera. While most users have been using the new mode to capture details of nature, Dr. Tommy Korn has discovered that the iPhone Pro 13 Pro's macro camera can be useful for eye treatment. In a LinkedIn post, the ophthalmologist shared the story about how he has been using his new iPhone 13 Pro Max to check a patient's eye with new camera. Thanks to macro mode, Corn can take extremely detailed photos of the eyes, which lets him observe and record important details about patients' health. And you can actually see in the photo there is a difference between day one and day three in that photo. Yeah, absolutely. Of, of, of how cloudy it is. Yep. Yeah. So the doctor shows the case of a patient uh, who had a cornea transplant and now needs to constantly check the abrasion is being healed. Again, more in the show notes. Yeah, that's really cool. How good is this? Yes. Yeah. It's Very a, simple. It's really just easy. Just a phone it's camera. It's a camera yep. on a phone. That he's got in his pocket all the time. Which is <laughs> <laughs> even the even the word that just a camera on a phone is funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many of our uh, viewers watch Flight of the Concords. Uh, it was one of my favourite shows about ten Not years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Brett had made Jermaine a uh, camera phone. Yeah, where he yeah. just glued a camera to a mobile phone. That's <laughs> 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 the latest technology. Um, and now we're looking at eyes. Yes. Ten years later. So gaming this week. So I've been on arcade this week. Um, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I played a game called Doodle God Universe. Yeah. I know the names of the love pudding, but it's not like <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not a doodle god, but that's for another uh, program. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I really like this game. Um, I, I was playing uh, uh, Evolution, which you can see there. It says play Evolution. Yeah. Um, I, I, I played it right the way through. So there's 138 uh, Evolutions you can find. Um, I played all the way through. I found all 138 Evolutions. I created um, so you got different elements first. So um, if can we bring the other uh, photo yep. up, please? Yeah. So there, these are your, your templates mm -hmm. for your um, different uh, evolutions, and so these are your basic elements that you have here. Um, so you've got wind, earth, water, fire. Uh, like fungus, <laughs> life, uh, that's trees and plants and, you know, all that sort of stuff. The next one is mythical creatures. Uh, the next one is like the inventions of man, television, radio, that sort of stuff there. Where the house is, it's as simple as that. It's building materials, weapons, that sort of stuff. you got a dinosaur and a bull. You're obviously, that is creatures. Man and woman is human. 
your next one there is man-made textiles like uh, milk, bread. It's not really a man-made textile milk, but you know what I mean. Uh, bread, flour, dough, uh, fabric, things like that. The one with the train on it is uh, our modes of transport. And the last one, oh, actually, sorry, the last one was bread, milk, and food. That means the other one is just textiles. So, yeah, textiles, paper, books, computers, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and But you only start off with the, the four base elements, so wind, earth, water, and fire. And from there... You build up, and as you can see, that's just a screenshot of mine. At the time when I took the screenshot, I had 111 of 138 uh -huh. uh, evolutions. And um, uh, since then, I've, I've finished the game. All up, it took me about five hours to finish. The reason also why there's 111 there is because I finished it at 138, forgot to close the app down, and save it and it went back to just before i had a hundred evolutions <laughs> why i gave it the rating i did and uh so i had to then redo it um from about 96 uh evolutions uh so it was really fun i made some really cool creatures i made dinosaurs cows i've made houses i've made cars made werewolves i've made vampires um, I've made satellites and spaceships. Um, I've made uh, rocks, earth, sand, clay, um, limestone, acid, poison, snakes, <laughs> all this sort of stuff just by combining the elements. The voiceover of uh, this game is, I'm not going to give it away who it is, but if you think of who you, whose voice is the creator and everything and you've heard it before, <laughs> and he does it very well. Um, then you'll know who it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, look, I really, really enjoyed playing this. The boys played with me and were helping me, like, you know, oh, why don't you mix this? Why don't you mix that? Um, and so I did, and we made some really cool stuff. Um, so I'm going to give it four out of five. Apples, and the only reason I'm giving it four out of five apples and not five out of five for playability yeah. um, is because I went back into it to take screenshots and I had 96 elements instead of 138 and I had to redo it. Uh, other than that, I would have given it five out of five for playability. Uh, graphics are basic. Uh, they do give you a little scene when you get things right. If you get them right the first time and you're not, because uh, sometimes you put things together and it says, no, they still give you a point because you are the creator and anything you try to make is, you know, a step forward in your thinking. Yeah. Uh, but if you get it first go, you get a little shot, like a little scene, and it shows you where it goes and, you know, and uh, Earth evolves that little bit more. Excellent. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was really good, like I said, but they're just very, very basic um, graphics, but still good. For that, I haven't played the other part where if we go back to the first photo, um, I will show you. If okay. that's possible. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. That one? Yeah, so, yeah, so as you can see, I'm playing Evolution. You can go down and play Challenges. Um, 
So uh, I haven't played challenges yet. I've only played Evolution. Uh, I'll give you updates on challenges because I will continue to play this game. I'm really enjoying it. Good, um, good. So I will give you updates on challenges. So, yeah, that's gaming this week. Doodle right. God Universe. Excellent. Excellent. So we've so, got we've some, some... Hello, I've got yeah. my echo back. Yeah, and you're delayed as well. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, Sorry. You're right. Entertainment. Excellent. So the problem with John Stewart yes. is a new Apple Plus show. And it started this week. I haven't watched all of the first yeah. uh, episode. They they've launched with two episodes. Yeah. It appears to be so far very American based. Yep. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff does apply to Australia, for example, for exactly the same reasons. Yep. Um, the first episode, it's, it's listed as a comedy, but the first episode is about war veterans and the hassles they're going through after Iraq, for example. Yeah. So, um, uh, unlike uh, Australia, war veterans over there don't get a pension. They don't get the entitlements that uh, our veterans do, um, which is unfortunate. I think if someone has gone to war for you, for their country, that they'd be treated a lot better. Um, and, uh, and, so, and a lot of it is to do with um, they're getting sick because of what they've done. What what the. What the what's happened to themselves? So not nothing to do with the fighting. It's it's no. actually a lot of them have got a lot of American veterans in Australia because we were staying on their bases. Remember, yeah, have got sick because they they have fire pits over there where they put basically everything they want to get rid of. They put into yeah. a pit, set fire to it. it. This thick black smoke then gets all over your food, your clothes. You're breathing it all the time. Yeah, and it's cancerous. Yeah. So that's how people are getting sick. And like you said, it's the like the smartest, most efficient, most money defense yep. force in the world. Yeah. And all they're doing is just burning their waste. <laughs> yeah. And making everyone sick. So something needs to be done about that. But absolutely. If we have a look at it and learn a bit, we might understand a bit more about and this applies to Australia as well, don't forget. Yeah, so, even though it is an American-based show, yeah, and it's John Stewart it's is a great John Stewart. John Stewart is a great comedian. He's a great reporter, and um, he's very smart. He's a very smart man. Yeah, yeah. So the next one—that's you. That's me. Sorry, bear with me. Yeah. Uh, where am I? There. There. Oh. Apple now lets you share how much you love or hate built-in apps via App Store reviews. Nine to five Mac again. For the longest time, the App Store did not allow you uh, users to rate or review Apple's built-in iPhone and iPad apps like Mail, Music, News, Docs 
calculator. However, seemingly since the release of iPhone of um, iOS 15 earlier this month, Apple has now lifted that restriction. It is now open season for App Store feedback on apps stock apps on Apple stock app for Apple's <laughs> apps three times yeah. fast. <laughs> as, uh, as you might expect, customer feedback is already flooding in for Apple's apps with the podcast app currently faring the worst statistically with a 2.0 rating. Although Apple had no reason to officially announce this policy change, it is possible Apple opened it up due to looming competitive pressure. As third-party apps are not allowed to hide their app store ratings. You can rate and review any app, any Apple app that is uh, deletable and reinstallable via the app store. So core system apps like phone or messages are exempt as they don't have app store listings. Yes. Now, but at least it puts them on an equal footing with... It for does. a podcast app or a pa- you know, think, pages and yeah, I think this is really fair, uh, and, and I think it's Apple's always putting their foot. Well, I know this sounds biased, but I, I honestly think they're always putting their front foot forward. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, okay, then look, we can do this. No dramas. We're happy to have our users review these apps because if they're not working the way they want them to. We want to be able to fix them and have them use them the right way, yeah. um, which is excellent. You know, they're they're trying to say, we hear you. You know, we want to make the best apps for our products, so therefore we're putting them to critical review. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why everybody has such a problem with the podcast app. Um, I have no problem with the podcast app. It runs fine for me. I, I, yeah. I mean, i got to keep on turning it off so I'm not downloading every single podcast I've ever listened to. Oh, boy, when I loaded up the new phone, and I'm like, <laughs> why am I using so much of my data? I looked in, and I was using 45 gig of just podcast. Yeah. So but you can set that so that it only keeps yeah. the last three yeah. episodes, for example. That's right. And so that's you what I've done. You go now. back and get, you know, episode yeah. one of our show. Yeah. But yeah, it'll only keep the last three. So that makes a difference for sure. And that's what I've done now. I've set that up. And so it uses hardly any uh, space. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know why they give it such a hard time. I don't see the problem with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I use it all the time. I, I literally use it every day. So, yeah. Yeah, so do I. I, I, I actually, I use a different one, but that's fine. And it it had some teething troubles during the the beaters, but yeah, it's been running as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'd have to go on and read the reviews and what people are saying because I don't seem to be getting any of these problems, and uh, I really enjoy my podcasts. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to know what's going on. Yeah, I very rarely listen to a radio in a car anymore. Yeah, same. Yeah. If I'm not listening to either my Apple Music or a podcast, then I'm not listening to anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is important. Apple joins the Cyber Readiness Institute to help small businesses become more secure. 
9 to 5 Mac again. The Cyber wow. Readiness Institute announced this week that Apple has joined a co as co-chair of the Institute to invest in bolstering global small business cybersecurity education and protection. In a blog post, CRI welcomed the Cupertino company and its co-founder, <coughs> pardon me, saying they look forward to collaborating with Apple. As a co-chair of Cyber Readiness Institute, Apple will share best practices and experience that inform the development of free cybersecurity tools and resources for small and medium-sized businesses. CRI also says the Cupertino company will support content development and collaborate with programs that support small and medium-sized businesses in Apple's global supply chain. Cyber Readiness Institute includes nearly 90 organisations representing more than 2 million small to medium businesses worldwide. It has partnered with Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, National Institute of Standards and Technology, United Nations Institute for Training and Research, International Chamber of Commerce, World Economic Forum and the Aspen Institute. Well. Again, there is more. Of course, there is more in the show notes. This is so good. Like, yep, yep. How, how are they, like, I don't know how people can even bag them out. Like, they're trying to help small business. They're, yeah, and then you still get people that are, uh, just won't use Apple for any other for any reason. But oh, yeah. normally, they, normally the knuckles also hit the concrete, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm not, not people, I'm only not that we're biased. I'm just joking. <laughs> Calm down. The letters are flooding in already. The letters, yeah, people should think about those these days. Um, <laughs> yes. So, South Australia uses facial recognition drones to help save koalas. Yes. Excellent. <clears throat> Researchers I had so many jokes about facial recognition in koalas, but I'm just going to leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> Researchers from Flinders University and the South Australian government believe using drones could help uh, keep count and better understand the movements of koalas. Zednet again. The South Australian government has teamed up with the Flinders University and conservation charity Koala Life to use drones and facial recognition uh, technology to count, identify, and re-identify koalas. The non-invasive koala monitoring technique will be used as part of a study on koalas at Kangaroo Island and the Adelaide Mount Lofty Ranges to understand their numbers, movements, behaviour, and theology. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah and uh, assess whether koalas will show any signs of stress. Drones uh, used in animal research is used a lot across Australia, especially in Queensland, to monitor koalas. Until now, potential behaviour and physiological... Yeah, physio never yep. mind. Yep. That word, impact. Yep. Uh, hasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't been um, extensively researched, so we are one of the few groups investigating this. Flinders University researchers, Dr. Diane 
column belly Negrul said. Yeah. yeah. Though this research will be able to determine if this method really is low impact on koalas and whether it is suitable to use over the long term into the future. Koalas are declining in parts of Australia and while in South Australia numbers are pretty good, the recent fires have reduced the numbers dramatically. We need to ensure that we are aware of the new numbers and how they are recovering post fires. So we can then work towards re uh, reducing impact that affects their survival. According to Minister of Environment and Water, David Spears, uh, talking, uh, taking this approach will be vastly different to, uh, to traditional methods that involve capture and individual marking, individually marking each koala. Yeah, <laughs> Very important for us to develop non-invasive techniques to help monitor animals in a safe way and facial recognition, though uh, through drone monitoring, is utilising the latest technology to achieve this. He said, more in the notes, that doesn't have stammered stutters and bad pronunciation. Um, and, and I'm, yep, assuming I'm assuming they're fairly quiet drones. Yeah, they must be pretty quiet drones. And um, facial recognition, I couldn't tell one koala from the other, to be honest. I don't know if that's in a species racist. Yeah, but you can't see <laughs> kids one from the other, can you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> But, you know. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing and it's a good way of yeah. using technology as long as it doesn't upset the koalas in the first yeah. place by, yeah, by being originally quite range. And I suppose... Yeah, these days with the cameras you can put on the drones that you can put a good telescopic lens on, so you're even not yeah. don't have to be right up in their in their face to get the facial recognition. Yeah. So you know they can we can facially recognise people walking down the street now with a camera that's you know yeah. on a telegraph yeah. pole, for example. So yeah, that's right. So yeah, um, our next story. <clears throat> you can finally ask Alexa. From your iPhone home screen, add a shortcut to your home screen. <clears throat> Pardon me. Add a shortcut to your home screen to activate the smart assistant. Like a hacker helps us with, we can all probably agree that Siri isn't the best smart assistant. I don't necessarily agree. Wouldn't you rather use Google Assistant or Amazon Alexa? If you're yeah. an iPhone user, you've had the ability to launch your Alexa device for a while but it's not quite as easy as summoning Siri, but it just got a lot easier. Amazon recently launched a home screen widget called Ask Alexa that makes activating Alexa a one-tap endeavour. While it doesn't allow to use only a verbal command the way you can with Hey, S-I-R-I function, it's at least a little bit faster than navigating to the full Alexa app. More to the Lifehacker article from a link in the show notes. Excellent. Yeah. I just use Siri. <laughs> so, so, show notes, link, uh, anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, what have I been 
It's world. Give people yes. an idea of the day. It's Monday. It's World Watch. Taco Day. Today's World Taco Day. Yes. <laughs> Love tacos. We're having tacos. Killian. <laughs> Killian. Today's World Taco Day. Taco. So that was on our our, our list of things to eat this week. So we're going to have it tonight. She doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't seem as excited about that as clearly I am. <laughs> I'll definitely be dining on tacos tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Just near what a... Else you um, bring up? Oh, yes. I, uh, on Netflix, <laughs> uh, I watched a mini-series called Midnight Mass, uh-huh. um, which starts off as... Uh, a thriller and goes into this uh, monster-esque sort of, yeah, it's not scary as you would think. It's quite good. It's well thought out and it's still in the um, horror genre, I guess. Um, but I, I liked it very much. What was uh, it called again? Midnight Mass. So basically, it's around a small. It's based around a small fishing town, whose priest goes off to uh, do the Jerusalem uh, pilgrimage. Yeah, he's yeah. very old, and instead of him returning, a young priest returns in his absence. Um. And the mysteriousness heads <laughs> from there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is, it's very good. It's very well done. Like I said, it is a little scary, but not really. Um, it's more, oh, what's in the shadows scary than like gore and, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Um and mysterious, like, oh, what's doing that? You know, sort of scary than other, anything else. I liked it a lot. Um, what else have I watched that's new? Um, oh, we watched the new He-Man, which is also on Netflix. Uh, that's the kids' version, not Kevin Smith's version. Um, it was quite good as well. We really enjoyed that. Um, and we've watched the last of um disney the new series of ducktales there will be more there will be more of ducktales i can tell um mm -hmm. but not only have they opened the door for, or left the door open for more ducktales uh for just adventuring and and, and great stories I, don't get me wrong I am a huge Disney fan. I love DuckTales. I watched it as a kid. Uh, the new one is no exception. Uh, my middle son, Hunter, is just as obsessed with it as I was at that age or, you know, around the, that, that age. Um, we have friends who collect toys and, and all that sort of stuff. I used to collect. I don't really anymore. Uh, but I've, I've managed to get him a full collection of the DuckTales figures um, and some of uh, Tailspin, which is Baloo and, and all that from Jungle mm -hmm. Book. Um, but uh, in the series, they 
get help from the rescue rangers which yeah. opens the door for a new rescue rangers series uh <laughs> they drink uh mysterious berry juice that makes them bounce and be strong which is obviously the gummy bears uh, opens the door for a new series of gummy bears um <laughs> and they then you know uh uh blue's not in it but um oh what's his boy's name oh i can't remember kit uh is now flying blue's plane uh, and he does a couple of episodes in it, which also then opens a whole new, um, you know, so door for a new tailspin as well, uh, which is really exciting because those cartoons were all great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Back, th- back then, and, they, and it's, they're still great now. We, we watch them all, uh, like I said. And. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so check that out. If you if you're a Disney fan like we are, uh, there's three seasons of uh, Ducktales of the new series of Ducktales. You won't be let down. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, the writers are very good, uh, and the storyline. Uh, if you're a kid at heart like me, but still an adult, you will enjoy it as well. I think that's all we've been really been watching. We've been watching lots of cartoons. Excellent. Excellent. So. Yeah. I've got my echo back echo. again for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's gone away again now. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, know what goes on there. Um, so show notes link each week yep. on the show upload. The link yeah, being... The link being uh, aussiemaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ395. There you will see the last six weeks of show notes. You can email Michael. Yeah. You or, can email Michael or Zahn. Or me. AussieMaxzone.com.au. Now, however you use your earballs to listen to us or your eyeballs to watch us, give yep. us a rating and tell us what you think. Yep. Uh, tell your family, tell your friends. We're a family show. We don't swear. We don't carry on. You know, we're not, um, you know, carrying yeah. on with conspiracies. We're not telling you to do this. We're not telling you to do that. We're just giving you news and having a laugh at each other, yeah. um, you know, and stuff that we're into, really. So if you want to so be don't forget talks about tech and, and all that sort of stuff, yeah. then check us out. Yeah. yeah. Tell your family. Don't forget yeah. this week, Apple News, Aussie Maxine, the specific email scam alerts and how to oh, spot yeah. them. There's actually screenshots of how to spot them. Show your family, please, please. Yeah, I got to... also got the those text messages about my uh, package. Yeah, uh, but I just uh, delete them. I also looked them up to see who it was. Again, I got the same thing as you. Uh, I got a new one this morning, and luckily, I just was like, "What? What? What?" Not understanding what the text message was because I thought it was from Kellyanne at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I've deleted it already. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Just delete them. Yeah. Um, but it said, "Hey, use this uh, voice app to record messages to each other. It'll be fun." Yeah. <laughs> and the text messages came through, and I've looked at it, and I said, "How you?" I'm like, "What? Why? 
why can't I just call you? Like, thinking it was Kellyanne, because <laughs> the only person who wants to hear my voice really is Kellyanne, and she doesn't <laughs> even really want to hear it. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I bludgeon it upon you people weekly because <laughs> I like to hear my own voice. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, uh, hang on one minute. Um, just come around the back, mate. And um, sorry about that. I've got someone at the front door. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, why does she want me to use a voice recorder? But then I sort of woke up and realized, I'm like, hang on a minute. She's not going to want me to use a voice recorder. That's this right. is a scam. And so I just I deleted the text message and uh, realized it was a scam. So be aware of that. Just call out the bandit, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, so... And, um, Be yeah. aware of these text messages that are coming through a couple yeah. of day, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So I've got like six of them in a row, like six days yeah. in a row. Yeah, no, so. I get them six a day. Like, yeah, wow. Thanks to our supporters, you our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And over to Zahn for our now infamous sign-off. Yeah, I'm going to do this very quickly because I don't want to buy anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember, an apple a day. Keeps the androids away. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>